1: The Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves, is part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you are having a terrific start to your Thursday. Another off day for the Braves, but another fun one to celebrate the Braves' recent success. Another win in Oakland, another series sweep, and seven wins in a row for the Braves. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power podcast, the Road to Atlanta podcast, and the new podcast with Chris Willis and Stephen Tolbert, all at BatteryPower.com, as well as at Battery Power SBN across all forms of social media. You can also find us, you know, free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content When it's available, my name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And let's go ahead and get the negative news out of the way. When we did yesterday's hammer, the Braves and Mets were tied atop the NL East. Well, unfortunately, as we enter Thursday, and both teams are off today, um, as their own road trips, the the Mets actually now have a half-game lead in the NL East division, and it's never fun to hear, or it's never fun if you're a team to see yourself dropping the division standings on a day that you won a game, like the Braves did on Wednesday. But that's unfortunately what happens as the Mets were able to bounce back themselves and take both games of a doubleheader on Wednesday against the Pirates. So as a result, the Mets currently are now a half game up on the Braves in the NL East, but let's focus on the positive, which was Spencer Strider on the mound against the Athletics on Wednesday afternoon, and if you look at his body of work as a whole on Wednesday, yes, definitely was not as impressive as his previous outing when, once again, he arguably put together the most dominant start we've seen from an MLB rookie since Kerry Woods' 20-strikeout performance in 1998. I'll say that as many times as possible. That's how impressive Spencer Strider's performance was against the Rockies in his previous start. But this time around, what stood out about Spencer Strider, it may not have been as impressive in his previous start, but what stood out was to me, this is one of the best examples this year so far of just how much Spencer Strider has matured and evolved as an actual pitcher instead of just someone who relies on his arm to overpower hitters. Yesterday's performance from Spencer Strider really showed that the mental approach and and, and the knowledge of how to use his arsenal, how that continues to mature and evolve and what is really allowing for him to establish himself long-term as potentially one of the best young pitchers in the majors. What I mean by this is, is the fact that you that we see Spencer Strider went six innings, allowed only two earned runs, only three hits, struck out nine batters, you never would have thought that he would have been able to produce that type of body of work if you looked at the first inning. Because Spencer Strider, was his control was not there in the first inning in yesterday's game. Needed 37 pitches to get through the first, allowed two runs. It looked like it was going to be a second straight start of struggles for the Braves after Kyle Wright has a, had a season-worst performance on Tuesday. But that's when Strider really showed his maturity, really showed his evolution as a pitcher. After he struggled in the first inning, Strider bounced back was able to put together five innings of not allowing any runs, striking out seven athletics hitters, and he only needs, needed 66 pitches to get through those innings. So there are impressive layers to this, to this performance from Strider. Not only was it the fact that he could bounce back after a rare inning of struggle to start yesterday's game, but he bounced back to this to nearly the same level of efficiency that allowed would that had allowed for him to go 8 innings in his previous start again what stands out about the past two starts is not only the dominance but the fact that Strider is working longer into games and so he was able to go 6 innings last night despite his struggles in the first inning and that also was a needed development for a Braves bullpen that had to go through 5 innings of work on Tuesday So not only for himself, but also for the team, Strider's performance yesterday could not have been more clutch. And we once again see... That yes, it is highly impressive to see the level at which Spencer Strider can strike out hitters, but now what potentially is even more impressive is that he is becoming a reliable starter that can go six to seven innings for the Braves in games, and that's a great development to see down the stretch of the season, and potentially if he's utilized as a starter in the playoffs. So a great performance from Spencer Strider, another bullet point on his resume for him to be Rookie of the Year, and a needed performance for a Braves pitching staff where the bullpen had been used heavily in Tuesday's game. But Strider wasn't the only impressive youngster who really showed out in Oakland over the past two games. Vaughn Grissom connected with his, for his fifth home run of the season. Vaughn Grissom now has 10 hits in his last six games. That's versus two hits in the previous six games. I talked about how it's impressive that he has adjusted back to the league after it adjusted to him. Now luck and, and other factors still, you know, have you know they're playing into the success Von Grissom is having. I don't necessarily think Von Grissom is going to be a plus nine hundred OPS hitter. Moving forward. But it's a great development to see Grissom be able to bounce back and continue to show the power output that he has displayed early in his career. And another impressive thing about this performance from the Braves is the fact that they were able to get the job done offensively. Despite the fact that neither Austin Riley nor Matt Olson were able to contribute themselves. Austin Riley, you know, over the past week has really bounced back in terms of the power department. Matt Olson delivered the big blow on Tuesday. It was the rest of the Braves lineup beside their two main sources of power that allowed for Atlanta to get the job done offensively. On, to, on Wednesday afternoon. So an off day for the Braves allows for them to once again regroup before they head to Seattle to take on a very impressive Mariners team. But for a Braves team that now has seven or more wins in a row for the third time this season, this Braves team is starting to make a bit of history when it comes to the winning at the rate that it currently is.
0: Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning.
1: While there was plenty of success for the Braves to celebrate on Wednesday on the field as they prepare for Thursday's travel day, off day, what have you, there was a bit of negative news unexpectedly that was revealed on Wednesday night for the Braves organization. Right-hander Wascar Yanoa, who we've not heard as much about in 2022. Compared to 2021, when Yanoa had an excellent start to the 2021 season since then, he's dealt with a lot of inconsistencies this year, really hasn't been able to find his footing in the majors, spent a lot of time down in Gwinnett, but it was revealed that he actually had successful surgery to repair the ulnar collateral ligament in his right arm, basically Tommy John surgery, that was revealed on Wednesday. Not a lot was known that, you know, Yanoah was dealing with arm issues when it came to injuries. But of course, this type of development is something that likely will keep Yanoah out of action until perhaps 2024 with him having the surgery so late in the 2022 season. Hopefully, he'll be able to bounce back, and perhaps he once again in time. There's been times where Yanoah has shown plenty of potential when it comes to the stuff that he can display on the mound. Hopefully, he'll be able to have a quick recovery, and perhaps he can be an arm the Braves can bring back into the fold in 2024 and beyond. As I mentioned in the first segment, the Braves have now won seven or more straight games on three different occasions this season. And one of the more fun tweets that I have come across um, this year when it comes to just how successful the Braves have been is this perspective on how hot the Braves have been basically since June 1st compared to the Mets' success. Since June 1st, coming into yesterday's game, and this came from Joel Luckhop on Twitter, since the start of June, the Mets were 50 or 51 and 34. That's coming into yesterday's games. The Braves are 62 and 24. So the Mets are 17 games above 500 since June 1st. That's the fifth best record in the National League. And at that time, the Mets on June 1st had a 10 and a half game lead in the NLAs. So on June 1st the Mets were up 10 and a half games in the NL East and they have been 17 games over 500 since then. But yet the Braves have been 38 games over 500 at 62 and 24 and have made up all that ground. Yes the Mets again are half a game up as of this morning. But the Mets have played baseball at a 17 game above 500 pace for over 3 months now and yet they've lost 10 games into the the, the division due to how hot the Braves have been. The rate at which the Braves are winning at this point in time, again, 39 games over five hundred since June 1st. That's 39 games over five hundred over an 87-game pace. 63 wins in their past 87 games. This truly is one of the Best stretches of winning that the Braves franchise has put together in franchise history. While it's hard to really put together accurate research looking at you know that perspective when it comes to the Braves rate of winning, when you do try to try to quantify it, being able to win 60 games and less than a 90-game stretch at any point in time in franchise history, the Braves had the Braves as they're winning right now. The only times in franchise history that they've won at better rates were in 1993, 1914, and 2002. So we've seen the Braves play at this level before. The way that they played over the past three plus months, they played at a similar rate at the end of last year. They played at a similar rate at the end of 2019. But it's been a very rare occurrence where the Braves, over a three-plus-month stretch, have won at the at the rate that they're winning right now in franchise history. That's how impressive the Braves have been playing baseball. And when you consider the fact that the Mets now are 19 games over 500 since June 1st, but have lost 10 games in the standings, That just shows how historic and rare the Braves' level of winning has been over the past three-plus months. And the hope is, is that they'll be able to continue to win at that rate because the Mets' schedule continues to be pretty manageable on their end. And for the Braves, it gets a bit harder as they face the Mariners and a pretty talented San Francisco Giants team over the next week as they close out this West Coast road trip. Can't thank you enough for joining us here on the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves. On tomorrow's episode, we'll look closer at what should be a very fun series over the weekend between one team, obviously, in the Braves that, you know, clearly is in the playoff picture and another team in the Seattle Mariners that continues to push for the playoffs themselves as well. Don't forget you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast all at at BatteryPower.com as well as at BatteryPowerSBN across all forms of social media. And we're free on all podcast platforms. Wherever you choose to listen, that's where we'll be for free. Just hit that subscribe button and you'll get the latest content for the Battery Power Podcast Network whenever you choose to enjoy it. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at SAC on Twitter. Always a pleasure to be with you. We'll talk to you again tomorrow here on The Daily Hammer.